0: What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Erin and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for.
1: Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive.
0: We are your hosts, Erin
1: and Sarit.
0: And we're on a mission
1: to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours.
0: On the day 10 mark, I'm not running a marathon for 10 days.
1: It's just perspective. <laughs> Howdy
0: there. In this video today, we are going to teach you how to start regaining your confidence so that you can reach not only your weight loss goal, but any goal you set for yourself. Confidence gets you to a goal and getting to a goal gives you more confidence. And when that gets you to another goal and then more confidence and then more goals and more confidence, and then you become unstoppable.
1: So let's get right into it. Before we get right into it, something that is really important to acknowledge is that continuing to lose weight is not going to actually give you more confidence. Now, the reason why I'm shedding some light on it is because I remember that earlier on in my journey, once I started to lose some weight, I started gaining confidence. So I thought at that point that The more weight I lose, the more I keep on gaining confidence. And I think that a lot of times when people, you know, go to, you know, like a complete extreme or a very dark place is because they correlate the elated confidence that they got, you know, like when they started seeing results with how it's always going to be. Mm -hmm. So the reason why this video is really important is because for one, we are going to, tell you the truth and let you know that by losing more weight, you're not actually going to get confident. But if you start losing weight and you're gaining more confident, how do you keep on getting more confident so that if you want to take it to the next level with your weight loss or anything else in life, you can actually get there.
0: So in this video, we simply have four different elements that are gonna help you gain that confidence aside from simply losing weight. Because Saree's right, you can't just keep losing weight or you will disappear. So when we reach a new level and we gain a certain amount of confidence, it's good to also understand where we're at and where we wanna go. Maybe we get to a point, hopefully you get to a point where you don't necessarily want to lose more weight. Our goal and our objective and what we wake up every day to help people do is get to a point where they feel the most confident about themselves, not just because of what they weigh, but because of what they did and who they became to get there. The number on the scale really actually has nothing to do with this video as much as does how do I feel about myself when I wake up? How do I talk to myself when I look in the mirror? And when I walk into a room, do I carry myself with confidence so that I can make connections with people, so that I can get ahead in other things like my career or my relationships. This confidence will impact every area of your life. And so our goal is to give you four elements to build that confidence because it isn't about the weight that
1: you lose, but who you become in the process. So let's get right to it. First thing that you got to do in order to be more confident is you have got to show up. That's simple. Show up. It's simple. Show up. Every single day, whether you're on your hundredth day, on your thousandth day, this, this is why people who have initially gained confidence from weight loss or from achieving anything eventually end up losing it because they think that once they get there, They can all do whatever they want. And yes, you can do whatever you want as long as you keep on showing up. Because what you did in order to initially achieve the results required you to show up. So if you stop showing up, guess what? You're going to start declining. And you, you mentioned what you want. But what you
0: want changes as you continue showing up and improving and getting better. What you want You can do whatever you want, but what you want to do are the things that you need to do. But you start wanting to do them because you have built so much confidence in seeing the result that those things have given you. It's not as difficult to show up. So what the heck does it mean to show up?
1: So think about it this way. Whether you've been in your journey for one day, one month, one year, or one decade, treat every day as if it is day one.
0: If you treat day 100, like it's day 100, then you are likely to go backwards. But I will actually say the person who reaches day 100 has more of a likelihood of continuing to go forward because you've had more time being consistent, showing up each day. But if your perspective which is what, this is what you're saying. If your perspective is that, oh my gosh, I've done all this work and it's been so much and I'm tired of it because it, I've done it for so many days. That's when you start to get tired and
1: then slip back. That's why there's going to be a lot less people, right? Like if, if you think about this, right? Like most people treat weight loss or, you know, the uphill battle of achieving anything great as a sprint for for some reason either as a 30 day thing a 90 day thing where the reality is is, is that it's a marathon okay if it was a marathon at the starting line you're going to see thousands of people right thousands it's a of people a of massive of people on the day one on on the day 10 mark
0: <laughs> on the day 10 mark I'm not running a marathon for 10
1: days <laughs> it's just perspective. (laughs) (laughs) So on the day 10 mark, okay. That's like the the first kilometer or the first mile. Okay. Some people who are just really like not trained, not disciplined, they would have fallen off. Maybe a few people got injured. They would have fallen off. So, you know, they started way too fast. Yeah. So like, there's still, you know, like Lots of traffic, right? There's lots of people to get through, but not as many people as, you know, like the start line. You get to day 100. Okay. Now, now you, you almost like have your own lane. You can, how many like,
0: kilometers have we run at this point? Let's that, that's miles.
1: Okay. That's, that's like the 10th mile. Okay. Okay. You, you reach the 10th mile. It's starting to get mental now. Yeah. It's starting to get mental. People are starting to get sore, maybe starting to get a little dehydrated. If you haven't pushed yourself through that before, chances are is that you're not going to get there unless, you know, you're just like really committed and, you know, like you want to keep on pushing, right? So at that point, it's like, wow, let's say this is like a big city marathon. Maybe now you can start seeing the building and the trees and you can look around you before all these eyes, like... People like beside you, in front of you, behind you could barely move. Now you're like, ooh, I can move, okay. Now, if you go to day 1000, which is like the hundredth mile, it's like you... Is there a hundred miles in a marathon?
0: We're running longer than a marathon now. Right,
1: I'm, I'm putting it in like in a life perspective, okay? You're probably not going to see anybody around you. Like maybe there's somebody like half a mile behind you, something like that. But you can just see everything. You got the front screen. Okay. So this is a marathon. You've got to treat it like a marathon. Okay. Like one day at a time, one step at a time. Every day, treat it as if you are starting out the starting line. The reason why people get complacent is because they bring all the context that they have into it. Okay, they they know they're they're on day one hundred, and they know that you know they've gained some momentum. So they're like, "Ooh, like I've done well, I can have a donut." I would say day
0: one hundred is like danger zone. Day one thousand, you're starting to really build some significant momentum, and then you know by the time five, six, seven, ten years have gone by. And you've been consistent, and you showed up each day like it's the first day. You begin to become unstoppable, and nothing can break you.
1: I would say that you would feel probably unstoppable like by day one thousand, not even beyond it. Like
0: I don't know how many. I don't know how many years. That's like three years. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Now the next thing is probably one of my most favorite things Uh um, because I think that this thing has contributes the most to your level of confidence and how well you can build this. And that is sticking to your word. There's a book that we love to recommend that it's called the four agreements. And the first agreement is being impeccable with your word. And the reason that this is so impactful and significant is because think about every time you say you're going to do a workout and you don't, how do you feel about yourself afterwards? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or every time you go to bed on a Sunday night and you on Monday I'm starting tomorrow and I've got all this motivation and I'm so inspired and I'm ready to go. Monday, I do great. Tuesday, I eat well. I'm killing it. Wednesday, I'm starting to get sick of chicken and rice. And then Wednesday or Thursday, you start to make exceptions. And then by Friday afternoon, you're like, all right, I can relax a little bit. And then by Saturday, Sunday, just everything's gone out the window. How do you feel about yourself at the end of the week? You told yourself, you made an expectation for yourself that you were going to do something. I'm going to work out five days this week and you work out one All four of those other times, you start to feel really bad about yourself. And what it does is it crushes your belief that you can actually follow through with what you say you're going to do. It's a double whammy. First, I didn't follow through with what I say I'm going to do. And the belief in myself has decreased because I keep doing that. And you start to build momentum in the opposite direction. But the same is true when you follow through with your work or the same is true in the opposite way. The more times you do what you say you're going to do, even if it's hard, you make yourself do it. You feel so proud of yourself. You feel so good that you followed through with it, and you remember that feeling, and you hang on to that feeling, and the more times you do that, the the better you begin to feel, the more you believe in yourself, the more you continue following through, and it just, you start to get, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, and you start to build this confidence.
1: Yeah, you know, by following through with what you said you were going to do, that's when you add a layer of confidence, you know, you can take a group of people, okay, who let's say they they started being overweight or maybe obese and some of them, you you know, like lost a significant amount of weight, some of them have a six pack you're going to see that each person is going to have a different level of confidence. The people who have the higher level of confidence are the ones who haven't only physically gotten themselves in a place that is more aligned with where they want to be, but mentally have put in the reps in order to build trust within themselves. You can lose weight but losing weight and building confidence versus losing weight and seeing a different number on the scale is completely different. I want to give an example. Yeah. If you want to lose 50 pounds, just for an
0: example, you want to lose 50 pounds, you can do this a couple ways. You can put in the hard work. You can wake up early. You can sweat it out. You can stick to, you know, uh, healthy foods. Um, you know, you can be consistent with your nutrition. You can uh, learn how to, you learn how to say no to certain things. You build discipline. You learn the movements. Your muscles are sore. You're tired. You go through all this stuff, and you lose fifty pounds. Versus, I want you like imagine how you feel in that position. Versus, you go to the doctor, have them cut it out, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and you feel great for a minute but only externally. You don't feel good on the inside beyond that initial like, wow, look at me in the mirror. And guess what? Your habits haven't changed. And guess what? Your body can build more fat tissue. So if your habits haven't changed and you didn't earn it, you don't feel good about it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Two very different scenarios. You end up, Okay, I go from 200 pounds to 150 pounds. But the way in which you get there can make you feel very different. Because when you earn something, that
1: is where you get confidence. Yeah. When you earn something, you get a completely different like level of confidence. Because you have had to persevere through some tough shit. It's almost like, you know, like somebody getting rich by winning the lottery versus, you know, like working their ass off for like years and years on end. Also, the difference is that when you build the habits and the
0: discipline and the skills and the tools necessary to, to earn the goal that you've reached, even if it gets taken away from you, you know how to get it back. Mm -hmm. That confidence still exists, but guess what? If the surgeon cuts out 50 pounds of fat and you don't change your habits, you still have a fear that lives inside you that you're going to go back to being 50 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. You still have that fear and it eats you alive from the inside out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a huge difference. Number three, the third, the third principle. First principle, uh, showing up. Second principle, sticking to your word. Mm-hmm. Do everything that you can to stick to your word and be mindful as to not put so many things on your plate that you make it impossible for yourself to stick to your word. Be realistic in 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 what you say you're gonna follow through with. If you have a list of 19 things, how realistic is it that you're gonna do all of those things that day? Make it realistic. Better start small and build than to start big and crush your dreams, okay? Mm-hmm. Remember that.
1: Number three, principle three. Principle number three is toughen up and what you think this means versus what it actually means is a little bit different.
0: What, you think what do you mean by toughen up? What do you mean? Think in the comments. Put it in the comments. What do you think we mean by toughen up?
1: We'll wait. <clears throat> No, that it it doesn't mean that. Toughen up means have the strength to be vulnerable. Okay. What we found is that having the strength to be vulnerable is probably like one of the toughest things for people to do, which is why so many people cut themselves short of achieving more and building more confidence because we live in a society that taught us that you have to be tough, keep a straight face. Uh, if you, if you cry in front of people, then you're a baby and kids are going to make fun of you. So then, you know, you go on through life, having this thought in your subconscious that, you know, like if. You have tears in your eyes that, you know, you're weak or that you're not strong. So, you know, you put this persona the whole time where instead what you're doing is that you're shifting away from being more human to being more robot. So you don't actually know how to be you. Now, if you are strong enough to become vulnerable, what happens is that you go from, reserving all that energy to letting it flow. Okay. Which means that you are able to be more you. And if you lead your day with more intentionality, with more authenticity, regardless of what goes on, then you end up leading a life of intentionality, which leads to a life of significance. What are the the reasons why we
0: are afraid? To be vulnerable, or ask for help, or express that struggle that we're experiencing. Most of it, in my opinion, is due to a fear of criticism. Mm. It's a fear of criticism, and really, what you're doing is you're setting an expectation of how other people are going to respond when you really have no idea how they're going to respond. And I've seen it time and time again, posts on social media that I've made, that Sarit has made, that YouTube videos that we've done. Uh, I've seen other people that we're friends with who have made vulnerable posts, um, you know, crying. And and it isn't a grab for attention. It isn't like a come with me and have a pity party and woe is me and, and anything like that. That's not what we're talking about. Be vulnerable and like cry for help. What we're talking about is being genuinely you and reaching out when you're struggling with something. No matter what somebody may think. If you're having a hard time, or maybe you, you know, you did do the Monday through Wednesday, good, Thursday, okay, Friday, kind of shit the bed, and then Saturday, Sunday, just all hell broke loose, and you feel really bad, and then that Saturday, Sunday, turns into like a whole nother week, and you're feeling really particularly bad about yourself for it. Like, one of our natural responses is to hide, and to hermit, and to go in, and it eats us alive. But guess what? It hurts all the same, when it stays inside you as it does when you get it out. The difference is when you get it out, it gets to go away. When you keep it inside, it stays with you and it hurts for longer. So there's a lot of benefit in being vulnerable. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to go public and just share everything all the time with everybody. But if you've got a friend or you've got somebody that really cares about you or loves you or support or if you're coaching with us in one of our programs, you know, to really reach out and in, in, in help other people understand that you need help with something. It actually toughen up. You are tougher and you are stronger and you are more resilient when you have the power to be able to reach out when you're struggling with something or when you need help with something. Mm-hmm. So strength doesn't just have to do with how big your biceps are. Strength doesn't just have to do with how much weight you can lift or how much weight you lost. Strength has to do with who you are as a person on the inside and how good you are at showing up for yourself, even in the difficult times and being vulnerable to say, Hey, look, I need some help with this. I'm really struggling with this right now. That makes you human. Like Suri said, don't be a robot. You're not one. So, when you fear criticism, you're basically trying to tell the future of how other people are going to respond. Mm-hmm. And with all due respect, you're not a fortune teller. And you never know until you put yourself out there.
1: Sure.
0: So that doesn't mean you need to go share your entire life. but start small. Mm-hmm. You'll be really surprised at the response that you get from other people, especially if you're in our community or our Facebook group, which we should put a link to in the description below this video. If you're in our Facebook group, you will be met with nothing but love. So I actually highly encourage you, if you are struggling with something, if you need help with something, if you have a question about something, if you're having a hard time reaching your weight loss goals and you feel alone, make a comment on this video right now. Just take a second to think about what it is that you've been just letting sit and burn inside you like a cancer, just eating you alive. Mm -hmm. Because if you comment, we can help. And when you comment, you actually are inspirational in helping other people recognize that they are not alone either. And they can also comment in your comments, your question, your expression of difficulty or fear or failure or struggle is inspiring other people to do the same. We can all help more people. Mm -hmm. So toughen up, buttercup.
1: Yeah. And then the last step is taking responsibility. This one will help you to take it to the next level. Okay. You're vulnerable. You show up, you show up all the way by sticking to the, to, to your word. And now by taking responsibility for everything for better, or for worse, you're really able to take yourself to the next level because here's the thing. You are the creator of your life. Everything that you've achieved up, up till now you are responsible for. Okay. If you feel like you haven't achieved much, and you're listening to this, take a deep breath and remain calm. Now, if you've achieved a lot, then good for you. But what we found is that, you know, most people like to take responsibility for once they've achieved something great. But once they messed up, or once things didn't go according to plan, or once they did something that didn't make them necessarily look good, they're a lot less likely to take responsibility. Now, if you are kind enough to yourself and to everybody else around you, and you're honest and you take responsibility for everything, look, if you came 10 minutes late to work, it is your fault. Even if you know, like, traffic was bad. Even if traffic was worse because you know there was a car accident,
0: you could have you left could it have,
1: earlier. You could have left it earlier. And by the way, all these things that we tell you guys, like, like we have experienced our, ourselves in our lives, and like, these are things that we have taken very seriously and put into work in order to change that. Okay, so no matter what. If you achieve something great, good, take responsibility for it, take, you know, celebrate it and then move, move, move along. Just because you achieved something yesterday doesn't mean that you're guaranteed anything today. Every day is day one, remember. So every day, no matter what, make sure that you make it a point to take responsibility for every single decision that you make, for every single action that you take, if it works in your favor. Amazing. Then you can celebrate the fact that you took the right action, that you made the right decision. If it doesn't work in your favor, be kind enough to yourself and to everybody else around you by taking responsibility for it anyways. Responsibility is two words,
0: response, ability. The dictionary definition of response is a written or verbal answer to a question, a reaction to something, okay? A reaction to something that is a response. Ability is possession of the means or a skill to do something, a talent, a skill, or a proficiency in a particular area. So if we take if we take a reaction to something plus um, the skill or, or the skill to do something or um, proficiency in a particular area, what that means is you're giving yourself um, the skill to react. It's a skill to react. So if you don't take responsibility, you don't have control because you don't have the skill to act. You don't have the skill to react to the situation. Mm-hmm. You don't, you have literally taken away your ability to respond to the situation if you do not take responsibility. So even if you really think it's not your fault, ask yourself, how could it be? How could this be my fault?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How could it be my fault? I talk to people who will blame so many things as to why they're overweight. It's because, you know, genetics, genetics, I, you know, I hurt my knees. I have PCOS. I have hypothyroidism. I have a slow metabolism. I'm old, um, you know, and not that none of these things aren't real. They're real, but if you don't take responsibility for where you're at, on your journey or your weight loss or your life, you have disabled yourself from being able to respond to the situation to change it, Mm -hmm. which means you're forever stuck where you're at or worse Mm -hmm. because you just keep letting things happen to you and blaming something else. So this isn't to attack you. This is to prove a really significant point to how important It is that you take responsibility, even if you feel like it might not be yours. Mm. Understand this. Rewatch this if you need to like rewind this and rewatch that section of responsibility, ability to respond, ability to respond means control. Would you rather have control of where you're at so that you can make a shift and maneuver and change so that you can be better or would you rather feel stuck? and incapable and handicapped. Hmm. That's the difference between responsibility and not. So those are the four. Show up, stick to your word, toughen up, and take If you liked this video, if it was eye-opening for you, hit the like, subscribe, share button. Follow the rest of the videos that we have. There's hundreds below this one that you can just Netflix and chill on or air in the street and chill. I don't know, we'll chill with you. And um, you know, just absorb the things that we teach. If you are on a mission to lose weight, if you've been trying over and over again and with no avail, nothing works, I've tried a million things, watch our videos. Listen to what we say. Don't just listen, but apply. Mm. Write things down. Take notes. Listen while you're driving in your car or while you're making dinner. Just put it on and just listen and absorb. The people who do that are the people who get the best and most long-term sustainable weight loss results. I promise you. So I'll be right after this video. Go watch another one. If you really liked it, share it with somebody that you know will also benefit from it. That's all that we ask of you um, in making these videos. So have a blessed day, night, morning, evening, wherever you're at in your day. And we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff.
0: And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.